be a patriot and and advocate for people to understand and know their roots know who who we are as american citizens no excuse me as citizens of the united states And welcome to the Rethink Tank podcast. This is our last episode of our first mini-series titled... Isaac? No, you're right. Dang straight. I'm just going to say, I was a little nervous at how you paused on that. This is our last episode of of our our (laughs) mini-series. It's not our last episode. Come on, Wait a minute. We're done? I mean, I just figured the people knew that this is the last. This is the 10th Amendment, man. Because y'all been tracking with all 10 of them, which we're getting to today. Yeah, this is the 10th one. Yep. So this is it's a biggie. This is top 10 most important amendment in the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I've used that joke before. I'm going to use it again. Mm. All right. So here's the deal. We have obviously been doing this episode or this mini series rather for very specific reasons. We've said kind of the first couple episodes, I took a break from saying this quote because it was a little bit of a dad joke, but it is very expensive to not mm. know your mm, rights. Good, good. That's why we got to get into the bills. bills. The Pay Bill of Rights, bills. right? Them bills. We, just as a society, don't know how to really protect ourselves from a, um, from a rights perspective. And so that's why we have gone into this and we've gone through very uh, important, uh, they're all important, but there are specific ones that we see time and time again that are coming in the crosshairs from our own government. And so we got to know how to protect ourselves and how to protect each other, we the people. So what better quote to Mm. start the 10th Amendment episode than from one of the freest movies of all time. Oh, movie quote. American Sniper. Oh, <laughs> Old Chris Kyle. The legend. No, what do they call him? Is they call him the legend? They call him the legend, right? The le- I, I, think I think that's so. what they refer to him. They just call him legend. Hey, legend. legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. All right. There are three types of people in this world. Sheep, wolves, <laughs> and sheepdogs. Some people prefer to believe that evil doesn't exist in the world. And if it ever darkened their doorstep, they wouldn't know how to protect themselves. Hmm. Those are sheep. Then you've got predators who use violence to prey on the weak. They're the wolves. And then there are those blessed with the gift of aggression an overpowering need to protect the flock. These are the rare breed who rare live to breed. confront the wolf. They are the sheepdogs. The sheepdog. You got sheep, you got wolves, you got sheepdogs. That's right. I love how in that uh, clip, he also says, my wife and I, we actually just watched this movie recently. She had never seen it. And <gasps> she never seen it? I know. I said, well, oh my she's gosh. from Canada originally. <laughs> oh, wow. She bummed her citizenship off Jeez. marrying me. Just kidding. She had before <laughs> we got married. Yeah. But uh, I always like to say that just to mess with her. <laughs> But, uh, 
Yeah, he says in that quote, he's like, now he ain't raising no wolves in this family. Right. I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass to be a sheep. <laughs> that too. Oh, that no, too. no, 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 no. Yeah, he says, we ain't raising sheep in this, in this yeah. family, and I'm going to whoop your ass to yeah. be a wolf. No, it's a great quote, though. It's totally relevant <laughs> because, look, here's the deal. If you don't know your rights, yeah. if you don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> if you're not a listener and you don't know your rights, I'm just going to say you're If you a don't sheep. vote for us, you're not black. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Come on, man. <laughs> oh. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know your rights, though, you are. You're a sheep. You're, you're just a sitting duck yeah. out there waiting for the predatory wolves to come and get you. It actually is a really interesting point. Yeah, if you don't know your rights, you have no alternative than to be a sheep. Yep. Unprotected. But if you know your rights, then it comes down to motive. Yep. That's I mean honestly, when it comes yeah. to a wolf or sheep, oh, talk, yeah. is your motive for for self-gain and for power? Well, then you're a wolf. Mm-hmm. And you use it to harm people. Like yeah. there's a harm element right. in that. And I love the quote that says those blessed with the gift of aggression. It, aggression. Can we just say real quick? Aggression ain't evil. <laughs> aggression ain't sinful. All right. We're Jesus. Listen from, now. From uh, listen, Chris Collins. Not hey. Jesus was Jesus was the sheep, but he, he was also the lion. He flipped some tables. He was a lion. He's a he's a lion of Judah. He called people vipers. Come he on. called them out. So point is, if your if your motivation is to uh, preserve and to advocate for a land that reflects biblical values and freedom. Hey, an opportunity. Yes. We want to raise, we want to advocate for, we want to help equip you to be a freaking sheepdog in a world that is full of sheep <laughs> and wolves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. That's right. So let's read the 10th amendment. Let's talk about let's it. Let's do it. All right. The 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution states the following. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Mm. Mm-hmm. So break that down for us. Yeah. What What does that mean? Where Where did that come from? Why? Like, give us a little bit of background on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So it's broad. Yes. Yet similar to the kind of kind of similarly to the ninth. Uh-huh. Yep. Broad yet very simple. Very simple. And here's the yep. simplicity of it. Ready? Whatever the Constitution says the federal government can do, then the federal government can do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If That's the Constitution true. does not say a specific thing that the federal government can do. The federal government does not have the constitutional right to assume that it can do what it wants to do. How, on the other hand, the, or rather would probably be a better word to use there. Rather the state has the right to do mm-hmm. right and decide and govern in areas that the constitution has not granted the federal government, the constitutional yeah. right to mm-hmm. do so. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Seems pretty literal. doesn't seem like this would ever have any sort of like issues oh. in, our, <laughs> in our nation. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Simple 
yet broad <laughs> in order to limit the federal government. But if we've learned anything about the federal government, yeah, yeah. wolves don't lie oh, yeah. quietly. Oh, no. Especially not in today's day and age. No, they're predators. Yeah. And they push the boundaries. So the federal government is constantly trying to assume rights that are actually given to the state because mm-hmm. the Constitution does not spell out that the federal government has the right to do this. And that's where the, the tug of war takes place. So yeah. we're going to talk about a legal precedent on this front. We're going to talk about some current, relevant, present-day situations that the Tenth Amendment would apply to. And here's, here's like, really clean and simple. Like, this is, like, Tenth Amendment for dummies, like, real broad brushstroke. If it doesn't involve declaring war, if it doesn't involve levying taxes, which I'll just put a little asterisk next to that, that levying taxes when the founders wrote this, that was different than levying taxes today. They had a different perspective of what that looked like. Yeah. So uh, declaring war, levying taxes. um, What else is in there? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. But... It's it's in the Constitution, so go read it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go we're back and you guys I'll per- go back and look it we're up. I'm just floating you permission off the top of my to head. go read the Constitution <laughs> as you should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are things that are clearly written out in the Constitution. Yeah, that the federal government has the right to do those things. Anything that's not clearly spelled out, the federal government does not have the right to do it. Right. They and don't have a choice. Yeah. And it goes to the states or to the people. Right. And that speaks to really the idea that the people in the United States, they they kind of conglomerate together with people that they think like each other. They act like each other. They have similar morals and values. Mm-hmm. I believe that this country was founded on the idea that states could be different and that states could govern differently. And there is a general umbrella of certain common law that all states have to live by. But then aside from that, if you want to be like over-regulatory and draconian, you in one state, California, New York, (laughs) wherever, in the Northeast or Pacific Northwest, uh, you can be draconian and Mm -hmm. you have the right to be crazy. But if you want to be free and you want to have opportunity and you want to live in a great state like Tennessee or Texas or any of these Southern states, then feel free. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. So that was the idea is that in the United States, each state had a ton of power Mm -hmm. to live and govern as the people saw fit. And the federal government was there as a really a, a protection mechanism against foreign Mm-hmm. Threats. Yeah. So it's, if we all needed to bond together and preserve all of our lives, uh-huh. it's kind of like in uh, uh, I don't remember the exact period of history, but whenever like there were the uh, wars going on in Greece mm-hmm. and uh, Persia was coming in to like essentially take over Greece. And in Greece, you had all these states that were kind of rivals like Sparta, Athens. They didn't like yeah. each other. 
But when Persia was coming, they bonded together and said, all right, to protect our way of life, mm-hmm, even right. though we don't like each other, yeah. we're going to come together. And we're oh, gonna yeah. Fight that's off a, the that's a really good. Yeah, really they good. They didn't analogy. win in the end, yep. but um, that's okay. The idea still stands. So right. we, the United States, I believe, as the vision the founders had, it, is a, a group of states that are very different, very individualistic, uh, governed by the people. And still have the ability to come together and be united if we were to face a foreign yeah. threat. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy that, I mean, just hearing that. Like for me, growing up, I like I'm 33, still relatively young, even though I feel old. My joints feel old. They feel if they're feeling older, I should say. Hmm. They don't feel like my 20s. They're they're hurting a little bit, but nonetheless, I digress. Growing up, <laughs> I I really did see like, <laughs> Frank. Uh, you guys need to calm down. Welcome okay. to the podcast, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's my dog, Frank. He he he's agreeing with me. If if I I, I speak dog, he's anyway, a sheep dog. He's a sheep dog. Hey, he ain't come no on, wolf. He ain't no sheep. So what I was gonna say is, growing up, I really had this. I, I I've never. I mean, think about it, y'all. The United States. I've never actually thought like now going through this, I recognize and I know like I, I I'm because we're learning, we're, we're going through, the, you know, the, the amendments and we're we're digging into the history of why these were created, why it was created, why the separate amendments were created. Like, <clears throat> I get it. Like we should be the United States, but yet there isn't like we have grown um, to to condition a generation to believe that we are just America. Mm-hmm. Does it, you know what I'm saying? Like the difference between seeing us as the United States versus seeing us as America. Like yeah. one is big government, federal, every you know, they're running the show. Mm-hmm. And the other is understanding the power of the states, small government, like the way that it was intended to be. And that actually does make us stronger. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking earlier about the idea that when we are voting in elections, uh, and I, I think it actually is just because of how crazy things have gotten recently and how the states have had oh to really gosh. own their their authority it used to be at least and it still probably is this way that the federal elections so u.s house of representatives the senate presidency obviously those carry more weight and i think people tend to care more about those um, and they're definitely important, but I think under this system, the way it was originally intended, I would venture to say that that if, if that is true, if the federal elections, if we place a higher priority on those elections compared to the state elections of your mm-hmm. governor, your state representatives yeah, yeah. in the state house and state Senate, then I think that's a reflection that we're doing this wrong. <laughs> Totally. It's it's kind of broken. Right. Because your your federal government, while it's important because you need to have people that will keep it limited, the federal government, if if it's more important than your state government, the the powers are flipped. Yeah, for sure. Shouldn't be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, man. And it's like I'm I'm hey, I'll I'll be the first raise my I've we've talked about this before. Like we're growing in this. I'm growing in this a lot more. Like I'm, I'm learning from you a lot in these ways. Like you've really led the way in the past couple of years that I've known you and, in kind of in like, yeah, we need to be active in voting for 
our local government and, you know, um, yeah, I've, I, it's, 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 it's been really easy because that's what we've been conditioned to think, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, well, let's, let's give an example of, you know, some, a, a case that was relatively recent, um, to kind of put some meat on the bones of what a could this look legal like? Legal precedent? A little legal precedent. Mm. And nothing wrong with a little legal precedent, mm-hmm. you know? So, this 1995 case, United States versus Lopez, all right? Okay. This case involved the interpretation of the 10th Amendment in relation to the Federal Gun Free Zone Acts, mm. uh, Zones Act, I should say. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court held that the law exceeded Congress's authority under the Commerce Clause and represented an intrusion into the realm of state authority. Yep. Yeah. So, so what's like the background around that? Well, what was this? Was this right after Columbine? Well, I, I think it was right. I think it really was. I think it was because I'm pretty sure Columbine. I, I think it happened right before it. I'm pretty Which, sure. We've said this on here yeah. before. Never let a tragedy go to waste. Well, it's like they golly, always love totally. to piggyback. Yeah. I'm telling you, people be sober minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be yes. sober yes. because you watch when, when there is chaos or when there is like deep tragedy and the media starts whipping up the hysteria, get ready because yep. they're about to grab your freedom. Right. They're about to do it. All right. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I just looked it up. Columbine happened in 99. So it was after. It was so before. It, was, it was before. Right. It was leading up. Actually, but Columbine probably happened because of this. I mean, if we really want to go down the rabbit hole, we can. Just saying. But the point is, the, 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 the notion still stands, is that we've seen, we have seen this time and time again, where there is a something that happens in the news, and it's used to, you know, just exacerbate these um, laws and these bills that try to get passed that is federally charged for the most yeah, I part. Mean, if that's not a good example, yeah. then I'll just use 2020 and we all shut down the whole freaking country. Oh, totally. Killed dude. small businesses yeah, for a bad cold. <laughs> right. That was planned. Totally. And released by a lab in China that we right. funded. Fauci well, funded. let's not look at Australia. Let's not look at Canada and how mm-hmm. they handled it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we handled it as as most as we uh, as as, as free tyrannical as we well yeah i mean however whatever perspective you want to look at it from but as as tyrannical as possible but the amendments in the constitution blocked what happened in australia and in canada and other parts of the world correct yeah. so yeah anyway. and just pure old common sense they would have totally oh, foregone the uh bill of rights in the constitution but thank goodness that uh, deep down in the the wiring of Americans and individuals like you and me, there still is a level of like, eh, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So nevertheless, we, we're getting off track. But that was just to say that even though Columbine was not the tragedy that they used to piggyback terrible legislation and policy, there's been plenty of others right. that they've done that with. For sure. So just a yeah. little tidbit for you. Keep your eyes open when stuff's when the crap's hitting the fan and there's hysteria guarantee there's some bad policy coming your way right for sure yeah so when you know for a gun gun free zones in schools like for for the federal government to just mandate that 
That's a state issue. Mm-hmm. So there's no nowhere in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution that outlines that, you know, and so the federal government can't go and make a law that tells all the states how to act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the state's responsibility. So if California wants to be crazy and have gun-free zones. Totally. Go for it. Right. But uh, that doesn't mean that in Tennessee we have to be that way. Right. And I would tell you that most of the people here would say, uh-uh, I don't want that. Because right. they realize how funny if I have a gun and a perp knows that I have a gun, that seems to deter them. The way you have... The way you emphasize perp, bro. <laughs> you, I mean, that was, I mean, I just, I, I thought I was watching like my <laughs> Law and Order SVU or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, we don't all have to be subject. It's just so, for the federal government, for 400, 500 some odd people in Washington, D.C. to decide for all of America the way things are going to be. That's just, that's not the way totally. it was supposed to be set up. And then again, it's like, we're hitting a bunch of sidetracks on this, but I feel like we've got to say it. You should, you mentioned, I can't remember who it was that was saying it, but the stat, I feel like we've got to share the stat about gun control and about how out of 193 oh, countries, oh, 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 the yeah. United States <laughs> ranks third yeah. as the most violent uh-huh. country <laughs> At, at in regards to gun crime, yep, crimes committed with guns, third highest in the third. world. That's out really of that's really high out of a hundred and ninety three countries. Guys, we have a lot of there's gun only violence. two that are worse than that are yeah worse than we are. If you take out the top five most violent cities in the United States, it's Chicago, mm-hmm. it's St. Louis, it's Philadelphia, L.A., it's L.A. And I, think, I don't remember I think Detroit. what the fifth Detroit. Yep, that's right. You take out the five most violent cities. Gun, yeah, of gun violence. Of, gu- of gun violence yeah. in the United States, which, by the way, <laughs> my favorite color, blue. <laughs> blue is blue. I wish it was my favorite color, but it is. They are so liberal. Yeah. I mean, leftist, the well, strictest, not just, yeah, the, the strictest the thing, right, yeah, gun the control, strictest gun laws, gun the control strictest laws, yeah. gun control in the nation. If you remove, what happens if you remove them, those from, five from the stat, from the total, and keep all the other gajillion cities that are in this country, <laughs> we would go from the one hundred, <laughs> or I'm sorry, the third most violent to the one hundred and eighty ninth. We go from being the third worst <laughs> to the fourth best. We leapfrog like, what's the math on that? 186? 186! <laughs> so, forgive me if I'm a little pissed hey, every time I hear, oh, the guns, the guns. Yeah. We got to get rid of the guns. You don't need an AR. All you right. can just go out and blast a shotgun in the air. <laughs> Forgive me if <laughs> I roll my eyes and say, what the? Yeah. Is this guy thinking? It's because you're a sheepdog. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Nevertheless, let's let's try to get one more time back on track. Back on track. <laughs> 
Hey, this is good stuff, though. People need to know this stuff. I'll but know it. okay, so we talked about like gun-free zones. What's another example of maybe something somewhat recent where the Tenth Amendment has come into question or should have come into question? Yeah. So uh, one thing that the Constitution definitely doesn't say anything about, as it pertains to the federal government, is this idea of marriage. Mm-hmm. So if you remember, was it? 2015, 2016. No, it was before 2016 because Trump 2015, was in office. 2015. Yeah. Obama slipped it in maybe right on the way out. Yes. This little thing uh, called gay marriage, which is uh, an oxymoron. It doesn't even make sense because that's not what marriage is. But gay marriage became something that the federal government decided it wanted to put into law. And... Uh, the reality is, the constitutional reality is, is they can't do that. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. And it went so to the Supreme Court, yeah. and the scum <laughs> at the time that was in that, like Chief John Roberts, uh, he's just, uh, I can't stand that dude. He sided Wolf. with, exactly, he sided with the left on that one and turned the tide, and it was a 5-4. Uh, vote to keep that as is so totally just trampled over the 10th amendment Um, which is so interesting when you think about it because that one that one aside from like gun gun stuff that one and i would love to have heard how they you know how they argued this but i could see from the other side i always try to play devil's advocate and try to understand um you know maybe where they were coming from, but I could see that being argued from the ninth amendment, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Hey, this right isn't a new, it's unenumerated. Yeah. It's an unenumerated. Unenumerated. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't written down, but this is a right that is, should be for all people. All people should, I mean, how many times have you heard that? Sure. Oh, you should have the right to marry whoever you want. This is just like a right for any human, no matter who they are, you know, type of a thing, which is just interesting because it does again, speak to the moral decay of our country. Go, go listen to last week's episode. We dig into that, but it's interesting to see the vagueness of the ninth, which is important. I mean, but, and then kind of a little bit of the vagueness of the 10th and how those can, how they can not or how they can be used to combat one another. Yeah. And that's why it's important to really understand, like you can't just there, there has to be some depth of understanding as to like, what was the original intention of this amendment? Mm -hmm. Right. The, the ninth amendment was not intended to create a bunch of loopholes for the federal government government to weaponize, to pass, Agendas. That's not what the Ninth Amendment was designed to do. The Ninth mm-hmm. Amendment was designed to make sure that the federal government didn't trample on individuals' rights because those individual rights weren't necessarily written down in the Constitution. Right. So again, it yes. takes the power totally. from right, 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 the federal right. government. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it always does. The Constitution always takes the power from the federal government. The only time it gives power to the federal government, if it explicitly says what the federal government can do. But in any other case, it is ripping power yeah. from the federal government and it's handing so it to the individual. So if you don't understand just the original intent, then you don't, you won't understand when that 
Amendment is being weaponized and being twisted and manipulated to further the very agenda that the amendment was originally trying to protect. Yes. So yeah. same thing with the 10th. Like it can be misconstrued. If, if you think that it is anything except taking go- federal government power away and delivering it to individual people who have more control over a localized state government than they do over some big fat government in DC that controls everybody. Yeah. If you think it's anything other than that, then you don't understand what the 10th amendment was intended to do. Yep. Totally. Gosh, man. So true. Some, another, uh, so you've got the issue of marriage. You've got, uh, gun policy. Mm -hmm. You've also got really recently, like within the last, like, I can't, I can't believe it. It's actually been a year since. Oh, wow. It really has. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Was overturned. Why? Because this Supreme Court, which now leans more constitutional, right? Less uh, activist. Jeez. Which makes me think, like, just that. I forget her name, but the judge that was appointed by Trump before he was out. Oh yeah. Uh, What's her face? you know, why do I remember she was a professor at Notre Dame? Uh, <laughs> it's like I remember the most ridiculous. That's, that's that is my dad. If he listens to this, <laughs> he will remember the most ridiculous facts about a person. But he can't remember <laughs> that her name is Amy Comey Barrett or whatever her name. Right, Coney yeah. Barrett, Comey Barrett, something whatever. Barrett. Amy yeah. Barrett. Yes. But like how important that was. Like you know. Anyway, that's kind of a little bit of a side tangent, but. Yeah, just how to to rule on that, you know, I mean, that very well, if we want to get spiritual, I mean, could, could have lifted a huge curse off of our nation. Sure. You know, oh, absolutely. and, yeah. you and it's not it's not done. But the point is, you know, that should be a state. Uh, uh, but again, I mean, here's what's crazy. I can so see the twisting of the Ninth Amendment to try to advocate for it. But it, this is a lot. That's way more far fetched. To me, than even trying to yeah, use it I for mean, like the marriage thing, right? But still, it's like that should never have been mandated federally. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sh- should have been a state issue, right? And thank God I live in a state that is, you know, anti-abortion. That at least is, you know, comparatively. Um, but yeah, it should never be in the in the federal federal's hands as as is. Yeah. I was, I mean, the fact that at one point in time that it was made federally legal to murder babies is, it's just so far. I mean, it's just evil. It's, it's wicked. Yeah. Because really, it's you could crazy. you can make a case that now you are getting into like under the protection of the Ninth Amendment, the idea of a baby being murdered should be outlawed it should be illegal on a federal level so totally we brought it up in this conversation because they overturned roe v wade on the basis of the 10th amendment saying that hey this doesn't need to be federally mandated it just needs to be state mandated and you know what i'm okay with that like i'm not okay with it still being legal to murder your baby in california or new york but I, it's better than yeah, yeah, yeah. what it's was before, what was, which right. was just absolutely loony right. beforehand. So straight demonic. You could definitely make a case though that a baby has the unenumerated right yes. to live. Yes, like that's a basic right that doesn't have to be written down. Shouldn't on have a piece to make a paper. case for that. 
Yeah. But yeah. It doesn't have to be written down on a piece of paper that a baby has the right to live. Right. Nevertheless, it was overturned as a 10th amendment issue that this is just, Hey, let's leave it up to the States. And, uh, and you know what? It's like, if a state wants to be debaucherous and, uh, hellhole, then they can do that. And, We'll try to convert them, but <laughs> Amen. Anyways. Sheepdog. Just say what I think tonight. Just say what I think. Yeah, you on a roll, man. I know. You just letting it fly. Uh, it's a little we're recording a little later than normal. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just get a little looser after eight PM. I like it. So. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it is after 8 p.m., so we better wrap this thing up. <laughs> Whoa, you just really expose yourself. You realize that? It's after 8 p.m.? I think you meant to say, wink, 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 wink. 11 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the people when they go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's okay. You're married. You're I've a dad. A it's all good. Yeah, I've yeah. got a baby, and I'm, I understood. I, I'm an early early to wake, early to bed yes. kind of guy. I get so, it. I get it. Uh, but the reality is, this one was pretty cut and dry, pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. and Super Y'all, important though. Su- very important. Yeah, Way sim- important. Simple in understanding what it what it means, but very, very, very important in understanding its application and how it applies to us, to our states, right? And and to and to the federal government and what they can't do. <laughs> um so, you know, in closing on this episode, y'all, like I don't know about you guys for you know, for those of you who've gone through the series with us, I really, we really hope it's been helpful. Um, you know, we, I, I can speak for myself. I have grown, I have gained knowledge that I did not have prior. And for me, like I'm a better American citizen now because I know my rights and I would hope that, you know, it would, it would do nothing more than, than, warm my heart to know that there's one person out there who could say the same. And, uh, and so if you know some people who, you know, need to know their rights, um, share it with somebody, be a sheepdog, be a sheepdog. And again, y'all, I mean, (laughs) we don't do this for listens. We don't do this for views. We do this to do what we can to help change the course and the trajectory of our nation because it is not heading in the direction that is what we were originally founded on. And so, um, you know, that just comes from a place of like, whether it's sharing our podcast or whether it's sharing a YouTube video, like be an advocate, be a patriot, dang it. Mm. Be a patriot and, and advocate for people to understand and know their roots, know who, who we are as American citizens. No, excuse me. Citizens of the United States. There you go. Come on. So be encouraged. I hope, I hope you again, I hope you you feel more capable and more under understanding of, of who you are. And gosh darn it, be a patriotic sheepdog. For God's sake. Reverently. Yeah, yeah.